Welcome, welcome to Get Creative episode number one. We have a special show for you today, guys. It is January 1st, 2023, and we're going to have a great show tonight. New format, new flow, same cool host, the coolest host of the, on the planet, Mr. Pace Morby, hanging out with you guys. It's going to be a blast. Something fun that we're going to be adding is uh, our YouTube channel has been doing really, really well this last year. And um, we were giving the money away to a lot of times to our team, our, our staff, um, members of our amazing media team. And uh, then I started giving it away to people who really needed it. This year, we're going to give it away to people who have earned it through doing creative deals. Okay, so in January, we're going to be taking a vote. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys make sure you are tuned into our YouTube channel. And the reason being is because on our YouTube channel, we have a community tab. I don't know if you guys even know that YouTube has a community tab, but it does. And we're going to be doing a vote every single month for a first place, second place, and third place prize. First place is going to be 5000 Yeah, $5,000, legit. Second place is going to be $2,000 and third place is going to be $1,000. What we're going to be doing is going over people's creative deals. Now, it doesn't have to be real estate. It could be a business acquisition. I might win it this month. I think that's my goal. I think I should just freaking trample all, of, all over you guys. Just am, Should I be disqualified? I'm just wondering. Should I be disqualified? Anybody? Anybody? Okay. Um, so we're going to be bringing in a couple of people. We're going to be doing this at the be beginning of every get creative episode. We're going to be bringing in people that have bought camera equipment creatively, golf carts, creatively vehicles, creatively RVs, creatively RV parks, land houses, businesses, whatever it is. We're going to be talking about creative deal structure throughout the year. Really, really emphasize, um, that you can buy just about anything with creative finance. And we're going to be having a weekly contest, actually not a weekly contest, but we're going to have weekly contestants come in every Sunday night, 7 p.m. live. And then we're going to take a vote at the end of the month. So today is the first day of the month. We're going to be taking in um, all the entries need to go to Melissa at sub2.com. I like how Carly's eating popcorn behind the scenes. What are you eating, Carly? She's eating popcorn. She's like, oh, this is the greatest episode of the day. All right. So please, guys, make sure that we are submitting. If you guys have done a creative deal in the last 12 months, I want to hear about it. It doesn't have to be during the month that we're, we're um, bringing in contestants. For example, we've got Daryl Ellison coming in today. He's going to be contestant number one. He's going to be submitting and talking about a deal he's done. Um, Carly is saying he's number two, but I don't know. We'll do whoever. We'll do. I see Daryl behind, behind the scenes. Okay, we'll do Daryl first. So we're going to go through Daryl for about 10 minutes, and then we've got Mamadou is going to come in for about 10 more minutes. And then I'm going to talk about today, the topic of the day is how to get started in real estate, okay? How to get started. It, it is amazing to me. It is literally the most common DM I get. In fact, Carly, we should probably create some sort of automation that pushes people to this episode. They have to type the word get started or start or go or something like that so that they can get this link to this episode because I've got the, the first 10 steps. If I had to go back and start it all over again, I've got the first 10 things that I would do. They're right here. Boom. This is what we're going to be talking about today is how to get started in real estate. And then um, next week, I've got a couple of fun things we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about creative acquisitions in business. 
I've got two businesses that I should be getting under contract this week, creatively, $0 down, I believe. And I have not got them under contract, but when I do, we will be breaking it down. And for the sub two students, I will be giving you guys those contracts and showing you guys how I did that and give you guys unfiltered, unedited conversations so you guys can see how those conversations are structured, okay? So let's bring up Daryl Ellison. What's up, bro? I see you popping Yo. off on your social media lately. You're doing a great job. Appreciate that, bro. I appreciate it. I, I took your advice when we were out to lunch and you gave me some advice to take some action and start posting on YouTube. And You're doing a great job. So we're doing. Thank you. Keep it up. Keep it up. Even me, I think I'm just beginning is, is the funny thing. And a lot of people will post on social media. I'm going to, I'm going to call somebody out real fast. Michael Frankie, one of the mastermind students has been telling me for the last two years, he's like, this is the year I'm really going to get going on social media. You could, you imagine Daryl like being a franchise owner of McDonald's franchise and just going, you know, this is the year that we're finally going to put the golden arches on the outside of the building. This is the year. Right. This is the year we're finally going to put up our billboards and we're finally finally going to let people know that this is what we sell as hamburgers. Can you imagine that happening? No, not at all. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's like, I'm going to, this is my year. I'm going to start marketing myself. Guys, um, imagine if you were any other business, an insurance business, a grocery store, a gas station, right? Your marketing is your brand, your billboard, your everything. And if you're not talking about what you're doing, then how the heck can people do any business with you? But Daryl Ellison has been doing a great job. Go follow him on Instagram, Daryl Ellison. Daryl, you, you've been a student of sub two, how long? Two years now. Two, wait, they didn't kick you out after like six months? No, they didn't. They didn't. That's amazing. That's the cool thing about sub two is that it's a, it's a, somebody DM me the other day and they go, how do I join your mentorship? I go, I don't have a mentorship. They're like, huh? I go, I have a community. If you're not, if you're not looking to join a community, then you should go join somebody else's lame three month or six month or three week or six day mentorship or whatever it is, or two day, whatever it is. We have a community. So you've been in the community for two years. You've been doing, you've done at least one deal, right? Yeah, a little, little, little over one. <laughs> I've done a couple. I've done a couple. Daryl Ellison, guys, for those of you that don't know Daryl, um, Daryl helps a lot of new sub two students get their first deal. This is how awesome he is. He's a major, major helper for a lot of people. So today, here's what I want from Daryl. I don't know that my team prepped you because my team is um, probably tries not to bother me during the week. And I probably need to have more meetings with Carly. But um what I want to do is I'm going to throw, throw you under a little bit of stress right now. What I want to do is I want to talk about in less than seven minutes, I want you to think about a deal that could win the $5,000 most creative deal of the month prize. I need it in seven minutes or less. It's 7.07. We're going to wrap it up at 7.08. Now we're going to wrap it up at 7.15. You have to tell 7.15 to plead your case. Where you found the deal? What was the deal structure? How much did you make? Did you make any money? Did you lose money? How creative was it? What did you have to do? Did you have to do a cartwheel to get the contract signed? What did you have to do? Break it down for us. So so the deal that I, work, I really want to talk about, we're actually still working on it. I'm actually working on it with you. It's, uh, I, uh, it's in Vegas. Um I don't. I really don't want to talk about that one right now because we're still working on it. So I want to talk about another one. That's you really might. So I, here's what I'll do, Daryl. I'll let you resubmit in a couple months when that one's all wrapped up and done. Perfect. Perfect. So I said I have one that's that's really cool, and it talks about how you open the show with with community, right? And what you said uh, when you asked, like, "Oh, you didn't just kick me out after six months." So 
last year, I actually had to take a break from the community, right? I, I made a post on my story on uh, Instagram and I made like this long, heartfelt post. I, I opened up in sub two, told everybody I felt stuck and I had so many people reaching out to me, telling me, just giving me support and everything. I took a break and came back um, and they were just still there, right? Like it, it just really helped me out. So the deal that I want to talk about today, I really helped out another community member. Um, it's actually came through our cold calling. It's super, super crazy. It came through our cold calling, another sub two student who actually was going through pre-foreclosure. Um, she, she stopped the auction herself. She went through a loan mod. Um, so she was actively paying the, the monthly payment. So one of my lead managers, Isaiah, he reached out to her. Um, she's like, Isaiah, I got this handled. Just call me back maybe uh, in a year from now and see what's going on. He called back six months and she was ready to sell. Right. Wow. So, yeah. So we, we ended up uh, getting her under contract and um, <clears throat> we're going to, we're going to wrap this property. I found out she was in sub two and I'm like, no, I need to get her on the phone right now. Like I, I, I need to talk to her. I've bought a couple of deals from sub two students that were like, wait, you could save, you could save my parents from foreclosure. Right. Um, so this was a deal that, so just to recap this. So you cold call, you're doing outreach to foreclosure, right? You, you have a cold caller generates a lead. The lead gets generated. You call the seller. The seller um, has already stopped their own foreclosure through doing a loan modification. Yeah. And you guys said, hey, we, we'll help you. We'll buy it subject to. Yep. And she goes, ah, check back in in a year. And she's working on it. She's actively going through the whole loan mod process. She solves the thing. You guys don't want to wait a year because that's smart. Yep. You guys follow up faster than that. And she says, yep, I'm ready to go. And you guys get the bad boy under contract. What city and state is this in? Uh, this is in Ruskin, Florida. South, Rusk, South Ruskin, Florida. Okay, so Ruskin, Florida. You guys get the deal under contract, sub two. Where is the seller moving to? So she already has a new house. She already has another house. This property is just sitting vacant now. And Love it. So she's got some pain. She's got a second payment that she's got. She's like, I want to get rid of this but I, I need to get rid of it through subject to. Yep. How much is the ca the seller getting? Uh, the seller, she's walking away with 15,000. Okay. 15 grand. Yep. And then you guys are going to go get a down payment from a wrap buyer for about how much? For about 70, 70 grand. Holy moly. So yeah. a student will get 15 grand. She'll walk away, sell it sub two. Wrap buyer pays for closing costs and pays for basically the difference and all that. So how much will you and the student you're working with, um, how, how many, how much money will you guys make on that deal? So we'll probably make in the, in the beginning, uh, cause so we're not going to make much money on the, the monthly payments, um, because the, the PITI is pretty, pretty high. Um, so I did build in about another 20 K of equity on the mm -hmm. back end. So we'll probably make around, around 90,000 on this deal. Wow. Yeah. 90 grand on a deal. Why didn't she just sell it through a real estate agent? Could she not have done that? She tried. She tried hmm. to she tried to sell it through a real estate agent. Something um, to something to note out there for you real estate agents that uh, my wife and I just went to a testimonial yesterday. Alejandro Alvarez calls me up two days ago and he's like, dude, I'm in a pinch. My private money lender bails out on a deal on me literally the day, uh, the last day of the year. I got to close this deal. Seller has to have his money. Agent has to have her money. And uh, I, I Molly and I wire the money over, save the deal. And um, I go over and get a testimonial from the agent yesterday. And I was expecting her to be like, yeah, this was my first sub two deal. 
I go, how long have you been in the business? She's like, I'm 60. I've been in the business 18 years. I go, so this is not your first creative finance deal. She's like, absolutely not. I've been doing them since blah, 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 blah. Right. She's like, I work, I primarily focus on VA loans because I can just do a sub two deal like every other week. <laughs> and I'm like, how great of a testimonial is this going to be? This is so good. So seller couldn't sell through uh, traditional means. Agent failed to do so. You guys came in, saved the day. You're going to wrap it to a buyer that will be an unqualified buyer, which is great for you, obviously, on creative finance. You guys will make a good chunk of money up front, and then you'll have um, some long-term back-end um, equity that you'll pick up along the way in terms of payments, right? Exactly. Amazing. Love it. You're the freaking man. Bro, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. How's, how, how, um, how has it been in the sub-two community? Does it suck? You don't have any friends? Bro, it's the best. It's the best. I, I, my, my goal, I, I went through my phone. Um, cause I know you always say like you have 25 students in your phone, but I think you need to up that number. Cause I, I looked at my phone. I, I, like bumped, I bumped it a couple of months ago to 50. Okay. Yeah. I, th I think even, I still think long. 50 is not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I tell people, I go, look, if you want to raise money for a big deal, like a multifamily deal, you're going to have to get to a point where you got 250 students in your phone that you can just send out a text like, I got a deal, I got a deal, I got a deal. And if you have 250 students in your phone that you've connected with in, inside of our community, you'll never have a problem raising capital in your life. For sure. Have you ever raised capital from a student in, in sub two? Okay, so there's so many deals that I've done where the lead was generated by a sub two student. Uh, the, the money was raised by a sub two student. The boots on the ground is a sub two student, <laughs> lender, everything. It's It's been like that for like three years. And that was one of the, when I set out the whole like structure of the mentorship, I was like, I need to make it so it's so tight knit that people, they, people just not only know each other, but they uplift each other. And you could come into the community and literally go, I have no resources and still get a deal done. Like Naomi was, a when the day I knew that we did this successfully was when Naomi from NorCal came in. And within three deals, she, three days, she did her first deal. Lead came from a student. Ty from NorCal helped her get the deal done. Whole entire, she walked through. The contractor was a con, sub two student. She's just like, I joined and the deal was basically laid in my lap. It's insane. Yeah, the community is the best, bro. It's the freaking best. And then you get to hang, like, what's cool is like the other day, you and I are hanging out, having lunch. I never, I've never been able to hang out with any of my edu educating mentors at all. It's like they're, they're like the, the man behind the curtain. It's like the Wizard of Oz. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. And I was, uh, I was telling, uh, I forget who I was telling this to the other day, but last year, uh, one of my goals, I actually wrote it down. Actually, this was before I got into sub two. But one of my goals was my mentors, my online mentors will become my friends. So I wrote, I wrote a list of names and your name was, was like, it was like number two on that list at that time. I just learned who you were. But How was I number two? Was it because of, know, because of the sub two logo? Were. I didn't know who you were. Yeah, probably because it's sub two. Probably because it's sub two. Yeah. Guys, uh, Daryl Ellison, uh, we will break that down. Daryl, here's what I want you to do. We're going to have you submit for when we vote. I need to get Carly. I need to get a headshot from him and a little breakdown of the deal. So at the end of the year, at the end of the month, we're going to take a vote. We're going to have a big spreadsheet that pops up on the final episode of every month on Get Creative. So on episode number four of Get Creative this month, we'll have Daryl's face and his breakdown of his deal and the other seven people that submit their deals as well. So Daryl Ellison, I love you, man. How can people reach out to you? Love you more, bro. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at Daryl Ellison. At Daryl Ellison. He's the only one, okay? If, if somebody hits you up about crypto and you lose your money on crypto, you deserve. That's called stupid tax, okay? Just FYI.
For sure. Daryl, you're the best, bro. Thank you so much. Thank you, bro. All right, guys, we're going to jump into it. Mamadou is going to show up a little bit late. Maybe I won't even let him come into the show. Car Carly, Mamadou is not invited to the show anymore. I'm sorry. Tell him I love him, but I'm moving on with the show. You show up late, you get pushed, you push, get pushed back. All right, guys, we're going to talk about the 10 things you need to do to get started. How many people in here? We've got 550 people on New Year's Day. First episode of Get Creative. Super excited. Um, now, you guys will look on my channel. I think on my channel, I have 459 people watching on YouTube right now, but I have another 100 or so scattered between a, two a couple of different channels like Facebook and um Cody's YouTube channel as well. But today's episode is going to be called How to Get Started in Real Estate. It's the most common question I get in my DMs. In fact, if I'm sending this to you in the future, it's probably because you DM me and you said, Pace, how do I get started in real estate? Well, pull out your pen and paper. I've got 10 steps for you. 80% of the people that are watching this live right now probably already know where I'm going and what I'm doing here, but I'm going to start the year off right. Now, I'm not going to talk about what we thought we were going to talk about, which is title companies, all, all that lame jazz. Let's talk about if I'm brand new, how do I get started? Well, number one, pull out your pen and paper, guys. Uh, these are the 10 things that if I could go back in a time machine, I would have done these all the right way in mostly this order. When I get to like seven, eight, nine, and 10, I would say that you can kind of jumble these up. Seven, eight, nine, and 10, you can jumble up the order. But all the way from step one to six, I would say follow them step by step by step. All right. So number one, get an LLC. As silly as that sounds, what I find is when I talk to people who have never done a deal before, the majority, if not almost all of them say, I don't have a company name. I don't have an LLC. And there's something subconscious. There's something mental when it goes into creating a company name. Okay. So LLC, number one, you're going to do deals, right? There's three ways to make money in real estate. Write these down too. This is super important for you to write these down, but you're going to either wholesale, that's one. Two, you're going to uh, fix and flip or develop. Or three, you're going to buy and hold. Those are the only three ways to make money in real estate. You need to be doing all three of those in an LLC. And an LLC takes a couple of weeks to get set up. Make sure you set it up properly. Um, I have an LLC startup guide that we'll make sure that we put down in the description below. But for those of you that don't already know this, you should know this by now. We use a company called Prime. Um, you can go to startwithprime.com and set up your LLCs. They're amazing. If you guys look in the side chat or in the comments, everybody loves Prime. They're amazing. Steve Harward, Tommy, everybody loves them over there. Get an LLC. A couple of reasons why. Number one, there's a mental commitment that gets made where you spend basically the price of Starbucks for the week for building a company. You now have committed to it. You've come up with a company name. You've had to put some thought into it. Now you've taken a step and there's something satisfying about that, right? There's nothing worse than reading a book, going to a seminar, um, being in Facebook groups, watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, and then still to this day, you don't have a company name. There's something there. There's something there where you don't believe in yourself enough to take your first step. Your first step should Go get an LLC. And some of you guys, well, should I buy property in my personal name? Absolutely not. I could go on hours and hours and hours about why you shouldn't, all the stories about things that have happened to me, but you also could go into the YouTube channel and go and watch those videos as well because I've talked about it ad nauseum, okay? That's number one. Go to startwithprime.com. Number two, this sounds silly too. I know, it sounds silly, but go get a bank account. 
I can't tell you how many times I go do a deal with somebody brand new and they skip like the first couple of steps of these, okay? They magically get a deal and they, I'm buying the deal from them and I go, who do I make the check out to? And they say, uh, my name. And I'm like, no, 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 what's your company name? Oh, I don't have a company name. You don't, wait, you don't have a company name? How are you gonna write off your car expenses? How are you gonna write off your cell phone expenses? How are you gonna write off your education? How are you gonna write off this? How are you... First and foremost, get an LLC. Secondly, get a bank account. Give me a place to put money. Okay, there's something magical also when you have a bank account. There's a company called Relay. If you guys are like in Anchorage, Alaska, where they don't have banks, there's a company we use called Relay Financial. Website is startwithrelay.com. We'll put the link in the description down below. We use Chase. We used to use Bank of America. We use a local credit union or we use Relay Financial, which is startwithrelay.com. The problem is once you make a commitment to a bank who you're going to use, you're kind of stuck with them for a long time. It's kind of hard to move your bank records and your relationship and all of those types of things. So if I were you, I would make sure you choose the right bank from the get-go. Chase is awesome, but they're not available everywhere. I love Chase. Their online stuff is great. Um, and RelayFi is awesome as well. There's a lot of people that are using RelayFi. They do everything virtually. That It's the first virtual bank I've ever heard of that you can be anywhere at any time. So once you have an LLC, you have now a mental commitment to yourself. You're going to take action. You've invested a little bit of money into yourself. Yes, an LLC costs a little bit of money. The second thing is you've now created a magnet for money, which is called a bank account, right? You got to have a place where if I do a deal with you, I can send money. A title company can send money and you don't look like a hokey jokey smoky, okay? You don't want to look like a hokey jokey smoky. You want to make sure that you have a place for people to do business with you, okay? Now, third one. Now, this is going to require some homework for you. I know this is going to be hard because I'm not going to be able to go at this really, really long. Maybe I can do this next week on a longer video, but I've already done this in really long videos, okay? Um, I, I do this in really, really big depth with my sub two community, but here's what I would be doing. Step number three, go to my YouTube channel and I want you guys to, let's see here. I want you guys to go and figure out what your avatar is so you know which route to go. This is going to require some work. It's going to require you pulling out some a pen and some paper. Okay, so check this out. Don't get sidewinded by this kind of stuff, okay? Miley Cyrus and all the things that are going on. This is, By the way, this is a really good concert. If you guys want to listen to Big Boy, that's a really good one. Oh, this is a great video. Pace Morby creative finance thing. That's a good one. But don't get sidetracked. Type in Pace Morby Avatar. Okay, and I broke up all the ways, which avatar to choose when starting in real estate. Now, for my sub two students, I have about nine hours or so of training on this. But for YouTube, I gave you guys about three and a half hours where I broke down step-by-step step who these individual human beings are, okay? What are the pros? What are the cons? Who are these people? Who are their individual personalities? All of these types of things. So make sure... You guys go and choose your avatar. Now, what is, what's an avatar? Well, let's give you an example. Jasper, for example, okay? Jasper, for example, came in and he's now working for somebody else. That's actually an avatar. Some people say, well, how do I get started? Well, go work for somebody else. Come work for somebody else. I'm not hiring, just so you know. If you're watching this in the future, I am never going to hire an American. 
US-based acquisition person ever again. Um, we are over that. We use a company called startvirtual.com to hire cold callers and texters. And all of our team has all gone through startvirtual.com. But go work for somebody else. In fact, Daryl Ellison, who you just saw on the screen, he would hire you, right? There's a lot of people in the sub two community that you can go and say, hey, I'll come work for you. Bring me leads. That's one of the avatars. Another avatar is somebody who goes out and generates leads by cold calling, right? There's a lot of avatars. There's 19 different avatars. One of them is become a gator lender, right? You can become a gator lender, become a gator and, and get your hands on other people's transactions. There's 19 different ways to essentially get your first step into real estate. Okay. So number one, LLC, number two, bank account, number three, choose your avatar. That's going to take some work. Why? The reason it's going to take work is because that YouTube video I created is three and a half hours long. Now you guys, one of you guys, at least somebody in the future has probably watched three hours of Netflix today, but you got to turn Netflix off for a week and just focus on that YouTube video. Ask questions. What I would do is this week, if you're watching it this week, I'll do a whole nother avatar series and I'll bring up a bunch of my sub two community members who are those individual avatars. In fact, Carly, that's a great episode for next week. We'll talk about next week, breaking down avatars. Who is what type of avatar? And I'll think about who are those avatars. I'll bring them up so you guys can meet those individual per, uh, personality types. Avatars are really distinctly um, broken out in personality types and also resource, current resource situations. So for example, if I'm brand new and I have no money, well, I'm not going to go tell you to go spend a ton of money on marketing, which is actually one of the avatars. One of the avatars, one of the individual characters inside of those 19 is somebody who spends a lot of money on marketing. That's probably not a good fit for you. So in that avatar video, three and a half hours long, I break down who you are and what you should be focusing on. Okay. Now, number four, number four, number four. By the way, Ingrid, she says, she comes in and says, consider combining lending and infinite banking. Guys, I got some a sub two community. I got something really special for you guys this year. I put 60 grand into a 401k and I also put um, $300,000 into infinite banking that I can now start borrowing in a brand new infinite banking um, system. I'm going to show you guys in 2023, write this down, Ingrid, and hold me accountable to this. I will show you how to 10X my 401k in one year. I will show you every single month. I will show it to you. I'll tell you what I'm doing, what I'm doing with the money. I'm starting with 60,000. I'll end the year with over $600,000 in that 401k. Not even a question. I might even be close to a million bucks. Mark my words. I will also be showing you with my infinite banking inside of the sub two community, how we are operating our infinite banking processes. And I will be breaking those things down for you guys. I get, there's a lot of people out there that talk about, oh, I have an infinite, infinite banking policy. I have an infinite banking policy. Okay. What are you doing with it? Right. And they go, oh, I lend money. I do money on real estate. Okay. Show us the properties, break it down for us. Show us how it's being done. So that's what we'll be doing a lot more of in 2023. It's one of the reasons why I rebranded the podcast to get creative because I wanted to start talking about a little bit more creative stuff outside of just sub two seller finance subject um, or uh, novations and lease options, wraps, et cetera. We're going to talk a lot about that, obviously. Probably 70% of what we talk about is going to continue to be that. 
but we're going to bring some other creative elements in. Like how, how is Pace going to take a 401k that's brand new? I've never had a 401k up until two weeks ago. And I'll show you guys how to tax-free grow that $60,000 401k to $600,000 or even more by the end of the year. I will also show you, not just tell you, I will show you how we're going to invest our infinite banking money that we currently have in a whole life policy and who we went through and why we went through them and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Now, number four, going back to number four. Okay. Jonathan Geiger says, how to get started with $30,000 in financial debt and living paycheck to paycheck. Jonathan, I was at a property today and I made a YouTube video, my son and I, and I was literally walking through this property today and I said, I cannot believe I didn't use a single penny of my own dollars. Nothing, literally nothing. I didn't use, other than the gas money to drive to the property. I didn't use any of my own credit. I have not used any of my own credit in the last 2000 deals I've done. Nobody's pulled my credit. I haven't used any of my own money. I haven't used credentials like job history, a W-2, bank records, tax records, nothing. Literally nothing has been used in the last 2,000 deals I've done. So we've, we've, we've done the education on that. There's 1,300 videos on this YouTube channel. We've done the education on that. You guys have seen it. It is more than possible. It is, in fact, if it's the only thing I do, it's not like, hey, John, just so you know, one out of the, deal, one out of the 10 deals I do, is a no cash, no credit, no credential deal. It is literally every deal I do. Every single deal I do. And you guys see the addresses and the proof and the HUDs and the settlement statements and the promissory notes. You guys see the addresses. In fact, I got kicked off Instagram for using the addresses, even though I'm the owner of the properties. They don't want to see addresses anymore. So anyway, great question though. So that's number three, avatar. Number, two, number one, LLC. Number two, bank account. Number three, avatar. So if you're watching this in the future and you're saying, well, how do I get started? Well, unfortunately, you're gonna have to go watch the avatar series. You're gonna have to figure out who you are. And when you're sitting there saying, Pace, can I get five minutes with you? Can you please call me when you have a quick five to 10 minutes? I've done that. I put three and a half hours together. Um, actually, I did a lot more than that. I, it took me 10 years to figure out what those avatars are. And thousands of phone calls and text messages and Zoom calls with my students to figure out what those avatars are. I didn't know about the avatars until a year ago. I, I, I created them about a year ago and broke them down based on all the conversations I've had. And I have still to this day in the last year not found anybody or even prior to that that doesn't fit into one of those 19 avatars. You will find, fit in one of those avatars and I will give you 10, 20, 30 minute breakdowns of exactly what to do in those avatars um, if you go watch that video, link will be in the description down below if you're watching this in the future. Okay, number four this is a big one too. It's a really, really big one. This one's uh, another one of those things with like the LLC is that people will say, how do I get started? You got to choose your market. That's number four, choose your market. How do you choose your market? Well, I'm going to have to make a long, long video about this. Maybe Carly, we should do a, uh, maybe get creative will be episode number three is how do I choose my market? And we'll go through like a 10 step process of exactly, I feel bad Carly having to hang out on Sunday night with me. Guys, give Carly some love, by the way. She's sitting in the backdrop. I see her. She's so beautiful inside and out. Her personality is like one of the coolest personalities on the planet. She's wearing a Steve Zissou beanie, which is dope. And uh, give her some love for all the support she gives to you guys behind the scenes, okay? So um, 
that'll be episode number three. We'll talk about how to find your perfect market. But here's what I would say, just a, a really quick framework on how to find the perfect market for you. There's only three ways to make money in real estate. Only three. And some of you guys that are real estate agents and brokers and commercial brokers and your title companies and mobile notaries and lenders, you guys are not in real estate, okay? Unless you're on the transaction itself. And you're not. If you're a real estate agent, you're not making money in real estate. You're a service provider. Guess what? House cleaners are also service providers to houses. Does that mean they're in real estate? No, it means they're a house cleaner and they serviced my real estate, right? Same thing with real estate agents. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to hurt your feelings. Some of you guys have been a realtor. By the way, for any of you guys that are realtors, it's actually pronounced realtor, not realtor, okay? It didn't take me 25 years of being with Keller Williams to figure out how to pronounce the word realtor, okay? So if you got one of them gold badges on your left breast and you're, oh, he hurt my feelings. Well, you hurt all of our ears every time you mispronounce the word realtor, okay? Am I making anybody laugh, by the way? Okay. It is realtor, by the way. You guys that are in real estate, your real estate licensed does not mean you're actually in real estate. Doesn't mean you're a real estate investor. Doesn't mean you're actually trading and party to the transaction other than you're getting a commission to service that real estate. That is not a way to make money in real estate. A way to make money in real estate is wholesaling, fixing and flipping or developing or buying and holding. Outside of that, you can be a lender and be a JV on the transaction, like gators are party to a transaction. So I would argue that a, a gator is a JV to a wholesaler or a gator is a JV to a fix and flipper or a, a gator is a JV to somebody who's buying and holding, depending on how that's structured. Um, outside of that, you're not in real estate, okay? You're not in real estate. So if that's what you're doing, you got to figure out if you're going to buy and hold, you have to figure out what market do you want to buy and hold in? Well, guys, I'm... I'm neither Republican or Democrat because I believe that they're both wrong, unfortunately. I think that there's good and bad um, sides to both of those. And I think that the political environment is a manipulation of all of us as human beings. Even some of you Trump lovers out there probably hate my guts right now, but it is just a massive manipulation of all of us. And all I can tell you is that I go to states and environments that I don't really care how they treat me as a Republican or Democrat, I care how they treat me as a landlord. I, my political affiliation is entrepreneur. And unfortunately, they don't have that on the ballot box, but my political affiliation is entrepreneur. And as an entrepreneur, I want to wholesale. I want to fix and flip. And I want to buy and hold real estate. So you have to make a determination of what state do you want to go in. For me, I'm going to a state that is landlord friendly or a county that is landlord friendly because believe it or not, if you go to like Illinois, Illinois has landlord friendly areas like Springfield, Illinois, where I own real estate. And then they have landlord, anti-landlord areas up in the Chicago area that I don't want to own real estate. Okay. So you got to find areas that are landlord friendly. All right. There's more activity there. Typically they're pro-business. And then I would also look for areas that are growing in population of 0.8% or larger. So this is number four, finding your market. Find a market that is politically affiliated with your beliefs. If you want to be a landlord, but you want to be treated like scum, then feel free to go invest in Washington or Oregon or California. That was a jab at you, Carly, just FYI. Okay. So 
if that is what you want and you want your state to continually tax you and not let you run your business by get evicting tenants that do not pay their bills, then you can invest in those states. But for me, I'm going to North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, Nevada, Arizona. Okay. Atlanta is awesome. Alabama is awesome. Tennessee, so many, so many amazing places in the country that are landlord friendly. So choose places that are landlord friendly and choose places that are growing 0.8% or faster on a yearly basis. How can I find this pace? Well, we'll give you a link in the description down below, but the Census Bureau has a website that has a page that's really cool. You can zoom in and out on counties and it can tell you how fast that county is growing. Why do you want a county that's growing? Well, population growth means more fixing and flipping, right? More wholesaling, more buying and holding, but if more landlord or more tenants are moving in that state, then that means I can raise my rents every two to three years, right? But if I'm going and buying and holding in Ohio, which people are like, oh, it's great. It's really inexpensive to buy in Ohio. Cool. You go do Ohio. I want to grow. I want places where my payment will never raise, but my rents will continue to increase. And that's not going to be Ohio or Iowa. So for me, I made a personal decision on where I'm going to invest. And we invest in about I, I, I should look at it. I'm going to guess it's about 12 different markets, okay? Doesn't mean that there's not 30 other really good markets that I would invest in. It just means that I chose 12 before I was really interfaced with really good deals from the other 28 or 18. And so the other 18 just aren't on my radar right now, even though they might be really, really good. Like I don't own any real estate in Memphis, Tennessee, but I would buy in Memphis, Tennessee if it was three years ago. Or if I get a big multifamily deal in Memphis, Tennessee, I'm buying in Memphis, Tennessee but I'm not going to be buying single family homes in Memphis because I don't have a, a, a nucleus of properties there. And I'm really trying to focus on the areas that I already own properties in. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay. All right. So number one, get an LLC. Number two, bank account. Number three, avatar. Number four, choose your market. And we'll do a whole breakdown. If you couldn't already figure out your market, Guys, by the way, if you're listening to this in the future and you need somebody to literally hold your hand through the process of choosing a market, you're overthinking. You don't need a whole other video about how to choose a market, but I will do it regardless. I really should put this in here as one of the steps. I'm, here's the thing. I'm going to put this as the bonus 11th step. So stick to, stick to the end. Okay. The 11th step is really specific. It's really great. I should have put it as number one. Dang it. All right. Number four, market. Number five. Number five. You need to replace your friends. It's like, wait, I haven't even generated leads yet. And you're telling me, yep, I, you haven't generated any leads. By, by step five, you have still not generated any leads. Okay. You need to start, didn't say re, do it all right now. You need to start mentally preparing to replace your friends. You will never make money in real estate if you don't have friends in real estate right? Your old high school friends, your college friends, your work friends, your church friends, all these people might be the nicest people on the planet, but they're not paying your bills and they're actually holding you back. You need to be around friends, new real estate friends. Where do I find these friends? That's actually where we go into step number six. If you are in my community, that's an obvious one. Okay. You heard Daryl Elson in, in, uh, previously saying, he gets his deals from there, gets private money from there, his acquisition people from there, his everything comes from sub two. Our community is pretty unbelievable. But if you're not in the sub two community, then how do I go make friends? Well, 
we did something pretty cool for you. In the free Facebook group, Creative Real Estate with Pace Morby, in that Facebook group on a, a monthly basis, we do a challenge called the Elephant Challenge. We, why do we call it the Elephant Challenge? We call it the Elephant Challenge because it's large and it moves very slow. We do it every single month. We're so consistent. And what we do is we just do one lesson at a time for three days. So last month was multifamily. This coming month is also multifamily. And then the next month will be a different topic. But we usually have about 7,000 people register for the challenge. It's completely free. And what we do is we teach you how to underwrite, look at deals, reach out to agents. In fact, if you're listening to this right now, when I get to a later step, you can go back and watch previous earlier versions of the Elephant Challenge. It tells you what tools you need, how to underwrite and look at deals, how to actually we deep dive on how to find a market. If you're one of those people, it's like, I can't, where do I find the, how to find, how to find your market? I cover that for about three hours in the elephant challenge. I think elephant challenge number one, I talk about how to choose a market. Okay. Every month we do the elephant challenge. In fact, if you go and DM me the word elephant, you will have the newest elephant challenge link. So if you're watching this in the future, go to Instagram. Go to my Instagram and DM me the word elephant and you will get the new link for the upcoming challenge, okay? And why do you, why do you need the challenge? And this is number six, because you need to be around the activity of energy, okay? Or the, as I now call the energy of activity, okay? You need to be around the energy of activity. You need to be around people who are making things happen doing the same thing that you hope to do or that you are currently doing. You need to squat up and create friendships and be around people that are having the same conversations about real estate and where they're going as you want to have. Pretty simple. All right. Now, number seven, this is where generating leads comes in. So based on your avatar and based on your friends and based on the challenge that you just uh, went through for three days, the elephant challenge, it's now time for you to generate leads. Okay, it's time for you to generate leads. Now, when you say, well, Pace, how do I generate leads? I can't go into specifics because I've already gone into specifics. Where did I go into specifics is the avatar video that I've linked down below. Okay, or you can go onto YouTube and type in Pace Morby avatar. I've gone into specifics of how to generate leads. And then also in the elephant challenge, that's what the whole elephant challenge is about is how to generate and talk to leads so that you can bring those leads into your business. Now, depending on your avatar, your leads are going to be a little bit different, all right? The way your character and the way who, who you respond and act is going to be different, right? So transaction coordinators, for example, are a type of avatar, right? They get their hands on transactions. They get to help people dispo and sell their deals. I'm not gonna tell them to go generate leads the same way as I'm gonna tell a visionary, which is another avatar, how to go generate leads. You have to go figure out who you are, all right? You have to figure out who you are. That is step three. Step seven is generate leads based on your avatar. Now, this one's a big one for me. This is one, this is why I created the sub two community, but number eight is join a community with resources beyond YouTube and free Facebook groups, okay? You're gonna need people that have proof of funds. You're gonna have, you're gonna need people that have credibility that they've done deals, they have money, they've, they've had established business for a long time that when you go talk to sellers and you go talk to real estate agents and brokers and other people, you go talk to lenders, how are those lenders 
agents, brokers, wholesalers, whoever, going to know that you're credible or you're not? Well, you need to be part of a community. Now, I would tell you that um, the only two communities that I know in real estate is either Astro Flipping or Sub2. Outside of that, everything else is a forum. Um, it's like a Reddit forum. I wouldn't really call that a community. I would call that a forum. A community is a group of people that actually meet face-to-face. They have local meetups. They have accountability groups. They do Zooms together. The Sub2 community does all of those things. In fact, I went to over 40 Sub2 meetups last year in 2022 alone. 40 by myself across the country, all over the country. Jamil, same thing. Astro, sub two. I would join a community or if you can't join a community, I would make sure you make friends with a sub two community member who has my proof of funds, who has my credibility, who has all of my resources, contracts, all of those types of things. They have access to additional training access to things that are way more than a YouTube video can ever really answer. People hate three-hour YouTube videos. I still do them, but still, for heaven's sakes, it took me years to build a business. How are you going to learn everything in a seven-minute YouTube video? You need to be next to somebody that is actively part of a community that have resources above and beyond YouTube and free Facebook groups. Okay? How do I find these people, Pace? Well, you find them in the side chat on Get Creative. You find them in my free Facebook group. You find them in my monthly challenge by DMing me the word elephant and you'll connect with them. You'll become friends with them. Not all of them. Some people you're like, I don't like that guy. I really like that guy. Cool. You choose who you want to be friends with. Okay. All right. Number nine, track your KPIs. All right. You've now started generating leads with Step seven, based on your avatar and based on working in the challenge and being around students and being around a community of people that are also creating the energy of activity. Track your KPIs. KPIs stand for key performance indicators, which means, Pace, I made 50 calls today. I generated one lead. Cool. Pace, every time I generate 10 leads, I get a contract. Cool. What would that mean? That means I have to make 500 phone calls to get one contract. That's a KPI, okay? That's a key performance indicator. So when people come to me and go, man, my business is really slowed down, Pace. I've only wholesaled $30,000 this month, but my goal is 60,000. I go, tell me your KPIs. They go, oh, I don't track my KPIs. I'm like, well, if you're not tracking your KPIs, what, let's go back, let's reverse engineer. Let's figure out what you did last month. And they go through and they go, dang it. Dang it. I didn't do half as many calls as I was supposed to. If that is your avatar and you're doing cold calls, sometimes it's, texting agents. Sometimes it's sending out direct mail. Sometimes it's doing bandit signs. Whatever your lead generation source is, you got to track your KPIs and you got to figure out what, how many leads does it take for me to get a contract? Once you figure that out, all it is is duplicating, 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 duplicating. That's number nine. Number 10. This is a big one, but it's uh, not as good as number 11. Number 10. Ooh, this is the number one reason why you guys have not started yet is because you are afraid of making mistakes. Number 10, step to getting started is make mistakes often. And I actually wrote a second way to say this right underneath it, which is seek out mistakes, purposely cause mistakes. I go out every day. I could go through today and tell you the mistakes I made. Dozens of mistakes I made today. 
on a Sunday, I made mistakes in my business. At my level, I make mistakes in my business, but I have changed the way that I think about mistakes and I realize that they are a requirement. Some people go, oh, oh, mistakes are okay. They're okay. Just don't worry about it. You just got to keep going. That's how you think about mistakes. I think about them completely different. I seek out mistakes because I've realized I'd never learned anything through success or getting lucky. Everything I learned was through a mistake. Every single thing I learned was through a mistake. And that is the equation. So if I, if I make a mistake, I learn something, I progress. I make a mistake, I learn something, I progress. I make a mistake, I learn something, I progress. And then at the end of the year, people go, Pace, how did you buy 1,600 units and, and do this and raise $30 million and do this and fly around the country? Like, because I made a lot of mistakes. That is literally the answer. And people that are out there going, how do I get started? What you're really saying is, Pace, tell me it's okay to make mistakes. Guys, it's not just okay. It is legally, not legally, but it's literally required. It is required. You will never be successful without making mistakes. You will never, ever, ever, ever. And now I, po I posted this on my Instagram. Somebody DM me and they said F you to this. It was really good. It was a really good one. You guys want to hear what they said or what I was talking about? It's good. Some people don't like it when I drop truth bombs on them, you know? This is what I said to them. I said, hey, you, if you're afraid of failure, I have a secret for you. You're already failing. You're stagnant. You're stale. You're not growing. You're not improving. But here's another secret. I'm failing too. But I'm failing forward. And that is the difference. I'm not perfect. In fact, I make probably more mistakes than anybody I know. And that's why I progress more than anybody I individually know. It's funny. I get text messages from people. Man, I can't imagine. I can't, I can't believe how much you accomplished in 2022. And I'm like, yeah, it's an equation. Make mistakes, learn, progress. Make mistakes, learn, progress. Make mistakes, learn, progress. And me, meanwhile, people are like, I'm so afraid of failure. I'm like, then why are you swimming in a vat of failure called non-action, stagnant, nothingness, literally zero progress. Your entire body is recreating re itself, right? All your cells are recreating themselves. What is it? Every six months, you're a whole completely different human being. Guys, your body is getting older every single day. Your kids are getting older every single day. This is what I tell people when I go st step on stage. I go step on stage and I say the same thing first couple of minutes. I go, guys, I'm so excited, blah, 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 blah. Does anybody in here have kids? 70% of the room raises their hand. But 100% of people can relate to this, okay? And I say, if you have kids and you leave on a business trip for three days or even sometimes two days, and you come back, how many of you have noticed a physical change in those children? You can see they've grown. They're All of a sudden, they don't fit in their shoes. All of a sudden, their hair's a little bit longer. You're, maybe your 12-year-old son all of a sudden has a mustache. The sunlight hits him perfectly. Like, Man, how did this happen in three days? Everybody can relate to that. Whether you're a parent, a sibling of another kid, you can see a physical change in people when you haven't seen them in two or three days. 
So I asked people when I'm on stage at seminars and they paid to come to that seminar, I said, okay, so you're going to go home and you will see the change in your children. The better thing to ask yourself is, will your children see the change in you? After these three days, will your children, when you come home, where your children look at you and go, wow, my parents have changed or my sibling has changed or my boyfriend has changed, my husband has changed, my wife has changed. Will they see that change? Number 10 is seek mistakes often, okay? And number 11, the bonus, number 11, the bonus, stop being an ask hole, which means stop overthinking everything. I get so many people ask every question in the book, but what about this? And 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 what about this? I'm like, you don't deserve to know any of those things. You, you're literally like Super Mario on the first level. You haven't even ran 10 feet to get that first mushroom. Everybody remember the original Super Mario Brothers? Carly, you remember the original Super Mario Brothers? Right? Super Mario Brothers number one, where you walk down 10 feet and you hit that first coin box and you hit that, you get that first mushroom. Okay? You haven't even walked 10 steps and you're asking how, but what if Bowser throws a fireball at me? You haven't even gotten your first mushroom and you're worried about Bowser and what Bowser's going to do. It doesn't work in video games. It doesn't work in real life. It doesn't work in anything. Imagine if you were thinking about that with your marriage and your relationships and this, that, and the other. What if this person does this? And what if this person does that? Oh my word. Wow, 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 wow. So I tell people, stop being an asshole. The only way you're going to learn anything is when you are actually working on a problem. Interesting. When I was a contractor, this really meant a lot to me. I remember this is, oh, so many times. Anybody that's been in construction, shout out anybody that's been in construction. has, Or maybe not even. Maybe this conveys everywhere across the board. But have you guys ever been on the phone trying to explain to somebody how to physically do something? And they're at the job site or they're at the job, they're in front of a computer, but you're not in front of the computer and you're not on the job site. And they're asking, well, where is it? And where is it? And you're like, dude, it's right here. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. Or here's how you do it. You do it with your, you put these two pieces of wood together and you're trying to do it over the phone. It's impossible. Sometimes it's impossible. In fact, most of the time I could have never learned how to frame a house, read blueprints, do any of those types of things by not physically being there. And it's just the same as you guys trying to learn how to get into real estate, but you have literally never done anything to start. You don't have an LLC. You don't have a bank account. You haven't done a challenge. You haven't generated a single lead. And you're worried about what if Bowser throws a fireball at me? Guys, you haven't even gotten your first mushroom on the first coin box. One step at a time. If this is truly something that you want to get into, something that's going to change your entire future, then I would suggest go hit that coin box. That's the first step. Become Big Mario. Graduate. Make some progress in your life. Obviously, 2023 is the year of the goat. Okay? It is the year of the goat. What is number six? Number six was um, challenge. Be around the energy of activity, which allows you to obtain skills. Challenge. Be part of a monthly challenge. So number one, LLC. Number two, 
So again, I'll go through where the resources are for all of you guys as I wrap this up. I'll do a little Q&A at the end. Number one, LLC. Always get an LLC and never put your name on that LLC. Make sure you have full anonymity. Do not set up an LLC yourself. Go to startwithprime.com. Bank account. We use Chase and we also use Relay Financial. Relay is startwithrelay.com. Number three, choose your avatar. Know yourself. Every single one of you guys is, is different. This is why getting started in real estate is actually the harder thing is because you don't know how to apply all these things you hear on Bigger Pockets and Jamil's YouTube channel and my YouTube channel and Brent Daniels' YouTube channel and Jerry Norton's and Ryan Pineda and all these people's YouTube channel. You don't know what good advice is because you don't know yourself. Go and watch the Avatar series. We'll put a link in the description down below for that. That Avatar series is three and a half hours long on YouTube, so bear, bear with it. Okay, number four, choose your market. Okay, we'll give you guys a link in the description down below on the Census Bureau. We'll tell you exactly what cities, what counties are actually growing 0.8% or larger. Number five, you need to make friends in this business and slowly start replacing those loser friends you have that can't stop talking about football. Sorry, if you guys are like really into football, cool. Okay, here's the thing, guys. If you can only afford to go to the nosebleed section at the football game, you probably should not be focusing on football at all. You should be focusing on making money in real estate to the point where you can enjoy football and say, this is a reward I get because I successfully broke out of my nine to five, or I broke away from the, the golden handcuffs I had or whatever it is. Okay. Go make some friends that are actually making money in real estate. And how do I do that pace? Well, go to step six, which is go to my monthly challenge or go to Jamil's monthly challenge. He has a great, a great monthly challenge as well. My monthly challenge is called the elephant challenge. And you can DM me the word elephant, okay? What that allows you to do is learn how to comp, learn how to find deals, learn how to generate leads based on your avatar, okay? So go DM me the word elephant on that. Number seven, generate leads based on your individual avatar. Number eight, join a community with resources beyond what YouTube and a free Facebook group can give you, okay? Sub two is... The greatest community. I don't, I don't know. Is there anybody out there that will argue that? Anybody? I'm just curious. Is there even like, a, is there anybody that even remotely? No? Okay. Okay. Um, be part of a community. And if you're, if you can't be inside the sub two community because your city is locked out or whatever it is, then get next to a student in that area because they have my contracts. They have my training. They have our active Facebook group and active Zoom schedule, which is 23 Zooms a week. 23 Zooms. New Year's Eve, I spent four years on or four hours on Saturday morning. Okay. Four hours on Saturday morning hanging out with our students on New Year's Eve morning for four hours. Get next to people who are being trained properly. Okay. Number nine, track your KPIs. Make sure you understand what a lead looks like and track. What does that look like? Well, Pace, I haven't done a deal. Okay, what are your KPIs? Oh, well, I am not doing anything. Okay, well, you're, you're skipping the steps. You're skipping the steps. This is a full foolproof plan, by the way. Maybe in the future, I could change this by adding a step and overcomplicating it. But I really thought about this for the entire year. I've given the same answer basically every single time. If you do these 10 things and you actually do them, there's no way you can't make millions of dollars. No possible way. 
Okay. Um, all right. And number not number 10 is make mistakes often. That is your goal tomorrow. What mistake am I going to make? And what did I learn from it? Okay. Number 11, the bonus is don't be an asshole. Stop asking questions to problems you don't have yet. Truly. How do I defeat Bowser pace? Dude, you're not even playing the game. You've never even passed level one and you're trying to ask me how you're going to defeat Bowser. Stop it. Focus on how am I going to get that first mushroom out of that first coin box on level one. All right. Sherry Lash says, um, could use some help with SMS KPIs. Well, Sherry, you are in the sub two community every Thursday night. Cody Barton goes into lead generation on SMS KPIs. I would go in there. Okay. That's not, that is every Thursday for sub two community. All right. Um, great question though. Um, mm, there we go. Ronald Bell says, I'm not even your student, but the answer is no. Your community has results. Yes, I agree with that 100%. Um, is Gator also considered sub two? No, it is not. I do, I do some Gator training inside of sub two, but um, no, it is. Those are two. The Gator tribe and the sub two community are two different things. Jose, uh, Joseph Ramirez says, guys, I'm a shy person and the community is helping me a lot. Look at me now talking a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. It's exactly what I'm talking about, okay? Katie Foley says, can we join sub two even though we aren't yet? I believe you can. Carly, do you have a link for that? Can you put a link in for there and I'll tag it? Okay, how do you fin? How do the heck do I buy a fishing lodge? 1.8 million, I have limited commercial property purchasing experience. This is an interesting thing. But why would you want to, Cooper? Wouldn't it make sense for, this is again, the 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 thing, Pace, how do I defeat Bowser? I don't have any experience in commercial. How do I beat Bowser? Cooper, do you know how to underwrite a commercial uh, property? That would probably be step number six, get part of a challenge, learn how to look at deals, learn how to obtain the skills of looking at deals, okay? There we go. Uh, okay, Tom Illingworth, this is a great question. Do you create a separate LLC for each deal? Let's break that down for a second. Um, I'm going to be doing a full corporate um, restructure, just FYI, in the new year, uh, probably um, probably March or April. I'm going to be bringing in my tax attorney and showing you guys the restructure. 90% of it's the same, but we're implementing whole life and my 401k and a couple of other things. Um, but it's all basically the same. So this is my corporate structure. I have a trust. Okay. Underneath that trust, I have a holding company. That holding company is an LLC. There's so many questions. You're going to get more questions from looking at this than you're going to get answers. Just so you know, you're going to get answers, but then you're going to go, wait, what? So I have a trust. And then I have essentially three main LLCs. One for um, wholesaling. Okay. And I hold, sell all my deals in that LLC. Okay. Then I have another LLC for buy and hold. And that LLC actually has like 40 LLCs underneath it with all my properties underneath it. And then I also have a fix and flip LLC that I do all my fix and flips in that one LLC. Okay. 
So when you're buying and holding, typically what I will do is I will break out LLCs um, and each one of these LLCs will have anywhere between five to 10 properties in them. Okay, and I'll create another LLC, five to 10 properties in them. And um, it kind of just cascades and creates a waterfall essentially, okay? So no, I do not separate a, every one of my wholesale deals. All my wholesale deals for the last five, six, seven years have always gone through that LLC. All my fix and flips have gone through that one LLC. My buy and holds, I buy and hold them. And then when I hit five to 10 in one property or one LLC, I will break them into another LLC, okay? There you go. Not sure if you're, we're allowed to ask advanced questions. Um, okay, cool. So uh, Facebook user, I wish I knew your name. Okay. Um, not sure if we're allowed to ask more advanced questions, but if so, if due on sale clause is triggered and you have the deed to property back to the seller, won't all the LLCs you've set up not be helpful since it'll be linked to the seller's name, especially if it's a rental for a buy and hold? Thanks and happy new year. Um, we don't care about the seller's name. We care, we care about our name, right? We didn't set up our LLC structure to protect the seller. The seller's not going to be sued if our tenant comes and sues. The tenant is going to sue who owns it, which would be our LLC. And no, it's not going to hurt the, it's not going to hurt the, the property owner at all. Not going to hurt that, that property. If, if I deed the property back and I repurchase on an agreement for sale, the person who legally technically owns that property is the person that um, holds the executory contract. Okay. So go and watch that YouTube video. Julie Burkhart, do you, or would you recommend a financial planner? I know you have Sean, et cetera, but for others, um, I don't, I wouldn't say Sean is a, an ex, uh, a financial planner. Julie Burkhart, I love you. You're one of my favorite human beings. What I would do for you is I am hiring a new family office, okay? My, we have a family office here local in um, Phoenix. So guys, just for you guys not, that might not know what a family office is, okay? When you first start out, I would say tier one is like, you're going to get a bookkeeper, Okay. Bookkeepers are pretty inexpensive. I, I think everybody should have a bookkeeper. They're like 99 bucks a month or something like that for just starting out. Um, start virtual has them. You can go to startvirtual.com for those. I think they're like 99 bucks to start a month and they'll handle your bookkeeping, right? That's tier one. Tier two is you need to have a CPA. Okay. Tier three is you need to have a smart CPA. Okay. I think everybody has to go through and fire their a CPA once or twice because CPAs think they're really smart, but they're actually, most of them are horrible. Most of them, okay? Um, a lot of people asking how to join Sub2, Carly. I think, Car hey guys, if you're asking how to join Sub2, there's a link in the side chat where I rarely ever do that, but uh, you guys keep asking. So there you go. Okay. Um, so, you're going to have to fire a CPA once or twice in your life if you don't hire somebody that somebody's recommended. I recommend a guy named Dustin, but Dustin is not taking on clients and he hasn't for like a year and a half. So I stopped referring people. Um, I would also go to start with Prime. If you guys are looking for a CPA there, they have good CPAs as well. Fourth tier, okay, is you're going to then hire a tax advisor. This is a whole other level of income. Most people on here don't need this, okay? 
Then you're going to have a financial planner. Now, there was this massive break between financial planner and a family office, right? Family office is something that most people in here don't even know. They, they think it is literally a family office. It's not literally a family office, okay? You don't need a family office probably 30, 40 years ago until you were probably worth $100 million, okay? Nowadays, if you're worth probably $10 million, you should, there's, there's companies that are now coming out with smaller family offices, and I believe I'm going to end up hiring a family office here in Scottsdale. And Julie, if you want to hear that conversation that I have with them, I will be more than happy to push you that way. Okay. Um, this is a great one. Dennis O'Brien says, I got my CPA and wealth advisor through Tom Wilwright's company, WealthAbility. Guys, do not ever go through that company unless you are looking to spend $35,000 right out of the gate. Dennis O'Brien, did you pay twenty-five grand or thirty? Five grand to get started. Um, Aradi Torres. It is startwithsub2.com, I think is what she's got. Startwithsub2.com is the link. Startwithsub2.com. How much did you pay? 25 or 35 grand just to get started. Okay. Uh, Tom Willer, I, I also joined, um, I also joined um, Tom Wheelwright's group. I think Tom Wheelwright's one of the smartest people on the planet. But if you're trying to go through WealthAbility, do not plan on spending anything less than 25 grand just to get started. Most CPAs are not going to charge you to get started, okay? Sherry Fitzgerald says, what avatar am I, if I can talk to anyone anywhere, that's called the connector, okay? That is the connector or the um, visionary, direct-to-seller visionary. Dennis O'Brien, you, you got completely, what coupon did you get, bro? Three years ago is 35 grand. Three years ago. You must have started 10 years ago before they got busy. So this, guys, Dennis O'Brien paid six grand just to start with a CPA. That doesn't even include any of their services, okay? So you got to find a CPA that's not going to charge you to get started up front. That's like going to Subway Sandwiches, and before you even order a sandwich, they go, that'll be $6,000 for you to just walk into our store, for you to have the right to walk in our store. That's what Tom Wilwright's company does. I love him. He's the smartest CPA I've ever seen. I shouldn't say that. He's not the smartest CPA I've ever seen. My CPA is the smartest CPA I've ever seen. But I paid, I went with um, Tom Wilwright and he, you guys can share this with Tom Wilwright. I cut a check for $25,000 to start with him. Two months later, they pawned us off on another company out of Connecticut when we told them straight up, guys, we will only work with, we only want to work with Tom's office here in Phoenix. And they're like, no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. We cut a check for 25 grand. And for two months, they kept shuffling us around, shuffling us around. And then I get an email from some guy out of Connecticut saying, I'm your new connection at WealthAbility. I go, dude, I signed up. Here's the recorded call. I was told I'd be with Phoenix, Arizona. I paid the 25 grand because I wanted to be able to come down and talk to the guy that's doing my stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. You must have misunderstood. No, dude, listen to my recording. You guys duped me. Give me my $25,000 back. I'm sorry, sir. No refunds. Anybody feel like that's the CPA that you want to work with? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. He's one of the smartest people on the planet, but that's his company's gotten too big that I think that he's not connected to what's going on there. Pace, in a recent post, a sub two student, I think, answered a question of, if you only have $500 start up, what should you do? Saying to put a down payment on the sub two mentorship, isn't that a thing? I, I don't 
know what the question is, but thank you. Um, cool. There you go. Cooper says, Cooper says, I got quoted at $18,000, less than 500,000 revenue annually for a CPA. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. My CPA charges, I think, $1,500 for the whole year, something like that. Incredibly small. Okay. Um, how do you sub to a property that is wrapped into a line of credit loan? The seller wants to sell to us, but not sure how to structure this. He said the lender, lender wants $393 plus prepayment prepayment penalty, 80,000 to remove the lien on the 16 unit apartments. Um, Facebook user, you need to have a sub two student help you and do it as an executory contract. That's how you do it. Pace, what do you do if your state that doesn't favor real estate such as New York? Samara, I would fix and flip and I would wholesale in New York and I would buy and hold in a different state. That is the answer. I would fix and flip and buy and fix and flip and wholesale in New York. Same thing with California, fix and flip and wholesale in California. Fix and flip in um, Washington and Oregon and New Jersey. Fix and flip and wholesale. And then if I'm going to buy and hold long-term and I'm going to be a, t a landlord, then I would do it outside of the state in a, sorry, somebody's going to get their feelings hurt, but I would do it in a Republican state because uh, most of the landlord-friendly areas are Republican. I'm very sorry, but some, some of you guys are going to get your feelings hurt that are Democrats. I don't mean um, any offense to Democrats or Republicans. Actually, yeah, I do. Democrats, you're wrong. Republicans, you're wrong also. Both of you guys are wrong. How about that? I, I do mean to offend both of you. There you go. Um, now is everybody crying? Uh, Nicholas Mesa. Yes, I am coming to, to Miami on someday soon. Let's see. I've got a schedule coming up. You guys can see my whole entire schedule. I'm pretty good about talking about this and putting it places and People still continue to ask me, but I'll do it one last time as I wrap up for the show. If you guys go into my um, Instagram DMs and you say the word, hey, you know what, Carly, we should say the word schedule or um, stage, stage. If they say the word stage, it sends them to this, Pace's speaking schedule. So guys, I will be in California on the 5th and 6th. Las Vegas. Ooh, this is, oh, I got to, I got to promote this. I have to promote this because I am going to be selecting people tomorrow on Wholesale Hotline to come and play, spend the day with Ryan Pineda and myself. Guys, link in the comments right now is um, the link. It is futureflipper.com forward slash blah, blah, blah. But click on that. If you guys are coming out to the um, Vegas event, we're going to be picking six people to come and play a round of golf with Ryan Pineda and I, and we are going to let you guys watch me beat down on that young man. Yep. I'll be hanging out with Cody Sanchez. She'll be there. Um, her and I are, we're just actually emailing back and forth today. We're going to be doing some content there. Should be good. Um, okay, cool. Cool. Horacio says, Pay hey, seller's nephew need to sign their interest over on the property, but they are felons and do not want to update their idea, ID out of fear of getting arrested. Any way around that? Um, that would be an attorney question, probably. Okay. Um, Jeff Stark says, Cody is a cutie. Jeff Stark, hit her up. Okay. Julie Burkhart, you can just be my caddy. Hang out with me for the day. Okay. Irene McKipsey says, where in California? Well, LA. We're going to LA. Um, and then I will be back in Arizona on, I'm speaking at MenaceCon. Let's open this up a little bit. 
stupid little thing. Dumb. Why are why are you here, Loom? Go away, Loom. Go up here. How about that? There you go. Okay, so then I'm going to be in Tampa on January 13th and 15th, hanging out with Ben Mala, and then I have a sub to an Astro meetup in Tampa. Then I will be in Miami for the break the code event. Here's the link, guys. If you guys want to go click on the link, I don't get paid for this, but I do. They do give me shout outs, and they do like that I promote the event. So please go into the schedule and. If you're going to come see me in Miami, this is going to be a really cool event. Let's go check it out. I would say this is going to be a killer event. You've got Gary Brecca, insane, 10X Health, Stormy Wellington, love her, just had dinner with her, Ed Grad Grant Cardone, Rob Deerdeck, Pace Morby, Dan Fleischman. I can't believe I'm even on that stage. That's insane. Holy moly. Very, very cool. Let me take a screenshot of this and send this to your mother. I mean, my mother. Sorry. Okay. Um, so, yep, I'll be in Miami there. And then I will be coming back to Miami literally the following week. As much as I don't want to come back home, I, I, as much as I don't want to go back to Miami, I am going to Miami literally again, like turning around and coming right back. Then Jamil and I will be back in New Orleans. Actually, not back in New Orleans. We've never been to New Orleans together. We will be speaking in New Orleans February 2nd to the 6th. I will be in Sarasota, Florida on the 21st, and then be hang I will be hanging out in Puerto Rico. And then I've got a couple other speaking engagements I have not updated yet. This year, I will be speaking a lot less, a lot less. Last year, we spoke 71 times. I spoke 71 times, more than once a week on average. I am not going to do that this year. My goal is to average less, not average. My goal is to have less than 20 speaking engagements the whole entire year. All right. Um, Catherine Zimmerman, my CPA, as I mentioned earlier, does not take on clients. I'm referring everybody to Prime. Everybody's happy with Prime, as far as I've heard. Pace, will you do a step-by-step -step uh, paperwork for uh, sub two and seller finance? You said you wouldn't oppose. Hell no. Hell no. I will literally never do a step-by-step -step process for paperwork on sub two, seller finance, et cetera. Never. You will never see me do that. Ever once will you ever see me do that. You will see my students do that. Give that, go to my students, work with my students, okay? Work with my students, they'll help you out, okay? I will never do that on my YouTube channel. I'll never give out sub two and seller finance contracts. We update them. Number one, we update them too frequently. Number two, I, it takes hours and hours and hours to train you properly on this kind of stuff. The number one thing that you need to know with sub two and seller finance is the paperwork itself. Uh, Lucas Burnett says, I guess I sneezed. How do we learn win the trip? Well, go and buy a ticket to break the code event. And uh, this week, tomorrow, on Wholesale Hotline, we are going to be announcing the winners, six of them tomorrow. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring on Ryan Pineda tomorrow and, and talk about it. So appreciate you guys wrapping up episode number one of Get Creative. In the future, we will be branded and graphics and the appropriate titles and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I move too fast for my team. My team needs six months to catch up to my changes. So um, next week we'll continue to get better and better and better next week. Uh, Carly, what, what are we talking about next week? How to choose your market or avatars? Uh, no avatars is next week. We're going to do avatars next week. Okay. And then we're going to, 
Christian says, I already have it in LLC and paid for a mentorship, but I paid with my own personal credit card. I need to get a CPA to work all this out for a write-off. What do I have to do? I haven't done a deal yet. Christian, go to startwithprime.com. That's where a great CPA, you can get a great CPA there and they'll write off any mentorship that you paid for. So it sounds like you joined somebody else's mentorship. Okay. Um, so next week we'll do avatar. I'll bring on multiple sub two community members and they'll break down their avatar and why they chose that avatar and how their personality all breaks down. And then the week after that, we're going to talk about how to choose your market. We'll go more in depth so you, we can continually refer people back to these episodes in the future. Um, really appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on wholesale hotline.